Hey, you want to hear a Mexican joke? See. Si. What's a Mexican's favorite sport? Uh, I don't know. Cross country. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Whiskey Sippers Podcast. I'm Dave. And I'm Steve. And uh, today we're talking about... Uh, Mexico and <laughs> Day of the Dead. If you couldn't tell. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's pretty obvious. <laughs> it is now. K? K? K Ora Ace. This is going to be a very inappropriate one, and Probably. I'm okay with that because this is fun. No, I'm totally down for it. It's fun. Totally we're, down for it. We're drinking whiskey. We, yeah. We're drinking tequila. Mm-hmm. And we had tacos. <laughs> and you're going to be able to tell. <laughs> <laughs> we were thinking about hooking up a third, like, fart mic. <laughs> but that probably would have taken uh, up most of the podcast. I so. brought, like, a... 10 pound bag of tacos over oh, for awesome. your for us and your family mm. and uh your poor house oh man it's gonna stink in here later <laughs> <laughs> so uh yes. with that said yes um i left the last podcast feeling a little empty a little alone okay i felt like we uh missed out on a few opportunities and right. you know quite a few things so okay you know, we talked about Halloween and October 31st, and, you know, there's there's other celebrations that went on in the, in the same time that we really didn't have a chance to talk about. Hmm. Yeah, like uh, Martin Luther nailing his uh, 95 thesis to the door. I have a dream. So this guy? <laughs> I mean, I would say... No? No. You said... Wait a minute. Martin, Martin Luther King Jr. Is that... This is Martin Luther. Is this his dad or something? This is like... Great, great grandfather, the German oh. guy. Oh, German dude. I, I think so. Okay, whatever. I got yeah, it all so wrong. It was Forget a it. Protestant thing. Sorry, Protestant Reformation. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's true. We talked right. about well, Jesus. I just got that one all wrong. Okay, so, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, he had a he had an interesting point, but uh, that I think I think we'll circle back to that someday because oh. that's that's a longer story. Yeah, it probably it probably be something for a whole new podcast. Yeah. Okay. Maybe some mead. Something a little bit, <laughs> definitely not whatever that uh Sleers stuff we oh, had. Oh god, that was that I can't German. Or... That I spent like sixty bucks on a bottle, like this, it's like uh, my. Well, because it was like a three dollar bottle, and all the rest was in shipping. <laughs> all the rest was in freight. <laughs> yeah, the boat sailed around North America twelve times before it came to well to dock. Couldn't it couldn't dock. <laughs> You know, unless it goes directly to Florida. <laughs> you could dock there. Yeah, go to Miami. You could dock there. There's just a line. <laughs> so anyways uh i also wanted to clarify uh the point about marilyn manson mm-hmm. um we said that he had his rib, ribs removed he to, did didn't he no yeah, he did he did not he did have too. his ribs removed to fillet himself i love marilyn manson <laughs> come on is that a song oh yeah come on man oh yeah Wait a I know this. I know head this. banging in three two one yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry. He's great. We had to, we had to get that out of the way. Um, <laughs> sorry. I've seen him live uh, back in the day. Uh, I've met him. Mm-hmm. I ran into him backstage, and he's like a completely normal dude. Did you run into his the, the his not, ribs? Not rib part. Well, you're like no, but I guess he's. Like, oh, wow, there's I, no rib there. I guess he's one of those celebrities. Like he actually talks about those rumors and stuff. Like he doesn't like you know get all pissed off. He thinks they're actually kind of interesting. Um. Yeah, he also was not the kid from the Wonder Years. I know that was Fred Savage. Yeah, well, that, it was like a big rumor that Manson was... Uh, Fred Savage is Maryland? No, the other kid, like the sidekick. I don't know the other kid. There's no Fred Savage. Well, yeah, whatever. But anyways, um, he beef, thinks... Such a beefcake. Yeah, Marilyn Manson thinks the rumors <laughs> are amusing to him. And he's he's actually been known to say that he doesn't think uh, people are being creative enough. 
Right. And then he's Marilyn Manson. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I had my ribs removed. Uh, you can you can do better than that. People. Exactly. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> so yeah, thought I had to uh, clear that up. So okay, I understand. Yeah. yeah, now that it's cleared up. Okay, we've cleared those two things up. Yep. Steve feels better and I do fulfilled. I feel. Yeah, right. I feel like that was a good therapy session for me. You feel whole. We got some good music out of there. We did get some good music yeah. out of there. Come on, you can't beat Marilyn Manson. Yeah. Anyway, continue. so let's uh, let's address the white girl season in the room. Yes. <laughs> Feels like we missed something else too. Yeah, we did. Yeah, not really, uh, not really. It is I mean, no, it was it is November second. Is it November? I thought it was November first, going into second. First into oh, so we're in it. We're catching. We're still. We're in the cusp. We're catching the tail end. We are. Yep. Nothing like catching some tail. Yep. Go on. Um, it's uh, Mexican girl season too. Is it really? Yeah, it's uh, Day of the Dead. Ooh. Dia de los Muertos has begun. <laughs> Dia de los Muertos, Ooh, as she says. Yeah. Feliz Dia de los Muertos. <laughs> Arriba. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so with that, we uh, we had to pick a, a nice little bottle of whiskey. This Ooh. one uh, kind of took a little bit more work than usual because, right. you know, it's a tequila holiday. Mm-hmm. You want to drink some Mexican tequila. But we, we Which we did. We did. But we got to drink whiskey on this podcast. And how do you combine whiskey and tequila, do you ask? Um, well, being Let that, me ask, Steve. Yeah, sure. How does one combine whiskey and tequila? Um, you just kind of pour them in the same glass and stir. <laughs> Is that what? Uh, that's what you wanted to know? Uh, I, I wasn't sure, so I'm going to take your word for it. Cause, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty straightforward. All right. Okay. It doesn't congeal or anything like that. It's not like milk in whiskey. Oh God! <laughs> oh goes, God. Oh, Jesus, have you done that shot? I've never. It's done like that. a what is it? Like a cement mixer? No desire. It's a prank. Like oh, let's get a shot of like milk and a shot of whatever, and then you got to like do them both and that's swish gross. it around in your mouth. That's and gross. It, can, it turns into like cottage cheese in your mouth. It's yeah, that's, disgusting. That's gross. The challenge is to actually drink it. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, originally I thought of Heaven's Door as a good like theme, but I. Feel like we've already been down that road and it didn't end well. For I'm still us. still hurting from that. I mean, we drank the whole bottle, and uh, I still have flashbacks from that. It hurt in the first sip, but we drank the bottle. Yeah, like oh, this is a little rough, so we'll just keep drinking and it'll, it'll smooth out. <laughs> we won't feel it after a while, which we didn't. We didn't until the next morning. Yeah, and then it wasn't smooth anymore. No, it didn't feel good. It at was all. rough for days. <laughs> it was rough. Go ahead, not twenty two anymore. No, you're not kidding there. So because we didn't drink before we were twenty one. You know. So, anyways, I found this sweet, sweet bottle. Uh, I'm pretty stoked about that. Um, this is kind of a cool distillery to learn about, also. So, they have a pretty awesome lineup. It's uh, Sagamore Spirit. It says distillery out in Maryland, and apparently they were a state known for like unique styles of rye back in the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was like pre-prohibition days, uh, and they got hit pretty hard. So there's not really much in Maryland nowadays. Mm-hmm. But apparently, ryes were pretty popular in Pennsylvania and in Maryland, and they were very unique in flavor. So Pennsylvania rye is known for being like bolder and spicier, while the Maryland rye is like very delicate and sweet. Isn't bolder in Colorado? Yes, it is. Yeah, you said Pennsylvania. There's a boulder in Pennsylvania also. There's a couple boulders in Pennsylvania. Yeah, right next to the highway. Over the bowler shoulder. <laughs> you know what you call a brassiere in German? 
What, stopping him from flip-flopping? <laughs> so stupid. What, stopping him from flip-flopping? Is that like, Das is nice and hiney! Exactly. Yeah. It's the same thing. You got to say it a little bit loud. Like, you got to be mad when you say it. Oh, yeah. Stop him from flip-flopping! That sounds about right. Okay. Which, you know, it's a Pennsylvania Dutch type yeah, thing, right? Exactly. Whatever. <laughs> so there is a boulder. As long as I know you're being friendly when you say it. As long as you say it with a smile. Yeah, okay. say it loud, yeah. <laughs> I'm it's like sorry. a pistol, yeah, or like a luger. Sorry, but I digest. Go yeah. ahead. Anyways, um, Sagamore Spirits opened their door in 2017, so newer one, but they mm-hmm. have a you know old history because they closed their doors uh, prohibition. Um, so they took the original recipes and they sent them off to MGP for them to make the mash bill. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they've been using there. So they're it's kind of interesting because they're very open and honest about where they so- source their uh, whiskey. And a lot of uh, brands, I feel like, they kind of hide that piece to that. Right. Oh, what's this? Hmm? Oh, we're going into the music. Okay. We're going into a little background for you to to flow with your flow. Yeah. About your flow. Okay, I'll keep flowing. Go ahead. Um, so flow. they make four different types of rise, a signature, a cash strength, a double oak, and an eight-year-old reserve. Mm-hmm. And then they have a line of distiller select where they basically make really great finishes. They have a Manhattan finish. They have a Brewers, which is made from a rye ale. They have a Calvados and a port finish. And then the one that we're going to have is a tequila finish. Tequila. Yeah. It reminds me of Sausage Party. Again, I don't know what you're talking about. One sausage party. That all I know that's like what you're really big and into. And they're looking the- for the guy in the bottle of tequila. like he's sneaky. He's like a spy for the bad guy. And he goes like, hey, are you are you missing somebody? Are you- uh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Excuse me. Are you a man? Uh, yeah, I am. Why? And you've been traveling with a sausage? Yes. Yes, I have. Have you seen him? I have. He's looking for you in my aisle. He's right this way. I can take you to him, Chica. I take you to him real good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, I have to see that. You have to see that. that Dude, that movie, the the last three minutes of that movie were the funniest part of the whole thing. It sounds inappropriate. It was extremely inappropriate. It was awesome. So, Sagamore Spirit Distillers Select uh, Tequila Finished. So, basically, they take a four- and five-year-old rye and they finish it for, I think, up to a year mm-hmm. in these tequila casks. I can't wait to try that. And what's really interesting is uh, I was kind of explaining to about tequila with you earlier is that they have different types of tequila. Mm-hmm. And this one is actually made from an extra Anejo, which is uh, Anejo that is held in the cask a little bit longer. Uh, kind of like it's kind of the same concept as whiskey. Where they uh, age them in the barrels. You hold it too long, you're just being in an aho. Yeah, you don't want to be in an aho. Don't be in an aho. You're in an aho. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you're a dirty an aho. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> don't we, be got, a, we got South Park on there? <laughs> don't be in an aho. <laughs> no, you're an aho. You're an aho. I'm sorry. Um, so on. yeah, that's uh, that's that. Let's uh, let's pour this. Let's get this going. You want to try it? I do want to try. All it. right. You ready? I'm into it. All right. Give it a cheers. Hello. That was, that was okay. It smells like whiskey. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Oh. I can actually, uh, yeah, I get it, but I get a little bit of spice with it. Yeah, I'm getting like this 
you know, typical whiskey on the nose, like some like vanilla, maybe. All right, give it a shot. And then some spice. All right, let's, let's do it. Let's do it. Steve's taking a sip. He's licking his lips. He's staring at his glass. He's smiling. He looks surprised, yet content. Oh, that is delicious. Oh, he likes I it. I like it. <laughs> Woo. Is it good? Yeah, let's do it. Steve likes it. <laughs> now it's my turn. Yeah. This is going to be a good fiesta. The fiesta? Ooh, yeah. that's really light. Yeah. And it's like... That's an interesting description right off the... The first taste I got was like herbs, like grassy... Weed? Yeah. No, I got this like herby taste. <laughs> he just looked at me. Yeah. No. I got this. <laughs> and then all the rye mm. with that, like your rye spices and then... Maybe like a little peppercorn and maybe a little orange in there. Yeah, orange. I get the orange. That last sip I just took, I got that. Like an orange orange peel, yep. orange zest. And then almost like that tequila finish. That's really good. That is fantastic. I'm going in again. Mm-hmm. You know, this music makes me think they interviewed the uh, president of Mexico. Asked uh-huh. him what, the, uh, what his people thought about the wall at the southern border. Okay. And he told them they'll get over it. I'm so screwed up Jesus (laughs) Sorry that was my my thing Well the thing that I heard Is that uh, people were very up in arms About the wall Mm -hmm. But they didn't really Inquire and ask like what type of wall It would be You know if you put up some really tall shrubs Like some arborvitaes Mm -hmm. It's going to look nice It's going to raise the property value you're going to need landscapers. Yeah. The I mean, they could they're... probably do some rose bushes and stuff in front. You're probably going to need irrigation. A little barbed wire. Yeah. Maybe some electricity. Yeah. Down for that. Yeah. That's, that's just just a thought. Yeah, right? You know, bring, exactly. bring jobs yeah, to the border. Exactly. The hell's the matter with you people? I know. Come on. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. I'm, this is I really think this, good. I, I think this is a fantastic uh, whiskey with a tequila finish. This is a fir- this is definitely a first. I didn't even know this existed. I until never had it before, and it definitely like yesterday. tastes unique, and I like it a lot. Yep, I like it a lot. Unique New York, New unique. Not New made York. in New York, by the way, Maryland. Really? Well, really Indiana, but Maryland. I like it. Yeah. Mm. This is really good. I'm gonna have to get a bottle of this if I can find it. Shall we move on? We shall. What do you want to talk about? I give this a two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Two definitely two thumbs up. We don't really have a rating system, and I feel like it changes every day, but. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. It's thumbs. Um, yeah, I give it an eight. You know, like or what? What did you used to do? Glasses, to do five glasses, like four, like, like uh, five, glasses. five glasses. That means five that glasses would bad. mean that I'd finish the bottle. I like it so much. One glass was like if you offered it to me, I'd, I'd drink it to be polite, but I wouldn't want any more. But after the first couple glasses, you you might as well finish the bottle because uh, you no, can't you taste might anything. As well sip on something cheaper because yeah. why waste good bourbon <laughs> unless you're drinking cheap bourbon to begin with then it doesn't really matter you just drink like, the whole bottle like a bottle of elijah craig i'd finish that off but the barrel proof i don't just know. whatever elijah craig's delicious Where? 30 bucks in america don't do it don't do it <laughs> so anyway let's Anyways. talk about mexican halloween yeah a lot going on there uh, a lot going on i'm um, sorry not mexican halloween sorry uh the story actually goes back about Couple about three thousand years, I said, it was a ritual of honoring the dead in like a pre uh, Mesoamerican like Aztec and what is it called? 
Nahua people? Nahua? I don't know. I who? I don't know. Nahua. Hua. Nahua. Who? Aztec and Nahua. Hua. Yep. So Central Mexico. So, I, I like that. Sounds. Hua. Did you? Hua. Nahua. Hua. Who else? Who else? Who? Aztec. Hua. Nahua. Hua. Hua. Went over there. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man, mm. their dead spirits are going to come it back. Feels and like the, me sleep. It feels like the Howard Stern show all of a sudden. Oh yeah, forget about it. Forget about it. Anyways, they had like this cyclical view of how the universe like saw death, mm-hmm. and they saw like death as like a like an important part of like their present everyday life. So that's about it. That's the story. That's the whole story. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just kidding. So <laughs> when someone dies, they believe that they had to travel to this. Uh, whew, here we go. Chicken Nakamakalakanton? Chupacabra? Chupacabra. <laughs> yeah. Where, where else did you say it could have been? I was like, Chupacabra, and you're like... Uh, Chimichanga? <laughs> so apparently that was the land of the dead. But in order to get there, they had to travel through nine challenging levels like this journey that took like several years to get through yeah it was like a video game it's like super mario they had to get to like the ninth level you know like smash oh. the blocks and stuff okay so they had to reach this uh mictland michigan Mich- michigan yeah michigan michigan, michigan. Milwaukee. <laughs> milwaukee milwaukee <laughs> so that's their final resting place that's awesome so i i don't really get it it doesn't sound like so you die and then you have to spend several years like in this like adventure just to have a final like why would you why don't you just stay there in the land of the dead yeah why would you want to go to the resting place maybe you're exhausted yeah right you're tired of wandering around every year and like i just want to go lay down i'm only level three to get past bowser (laughs) jesus i'm not i'm not even i'm not even fully decomposed i'm in the water world (laughs) (laughs) oh i hear the music grandma must be coming so the nahua rituals of honoring the dead traditionally held in august where family members provide when it's hottest and everybody stays stink (laughs) jesus yeah well you know, like we know from history, things don't happen during the cold months. So everything's like August, September, October. Well, decomposition happens faster in the summer months. That's true. So they honor the dead by providing uh, food, water, and tools to aid the deceased mm-hmm. in this difficult journey. Okay, so it's a it's a uh, ritualistic thing. Yeah. You know what Mozart's doing right now? What's that? Decomposing. Oh my god. <laughs> Never mind. It's not even on it. a, uh, total bad joke. <laughs> Here, I'll do it for you. <laughs> okay, thanks, Steve. <laughs> yeah. So they uh, they would put this food on loved ones' graves, or they'd make like a makeshift altar called ofrendas in their homes. Ooh, yeah, ofrenda. so it's kind of like a fire mantle or like a little table or something set up. Oh, really? Yeah. So it wasn't very offensive. No. <laughs> God, wow. Did you spend a lot of time on the internet looking for Mexican jokes? Because no. that just. <laughs> Ripe right now. <laughs> Just like the dead bodies. Just like the dead bodies in August. So <laughs> very ripe. It sounds a lot like the last podcast where we talked about the All Souls Day and the All Saints Day, you know, like the the pagan Catholic celebration of the dead. Right. Um, you know, in medieval Spain they would do the same thing where they bring like wine and they'd bring like the spirit bread to the graves uh on All Souls Day. Uh, but they also cover the graves with flowers and lit candles to illuminate the the dead souls, like to illuminate it so the dead souls can wander their way back home. And cover the smell. 
Probably. That's what the I don't think they are. dug them up. I think it was just like a, a pretend thing in the... Pretend to dig them up? No, they like they just hung out in the the cemeteries and stuff. They didn't dig oh, them up. So it was they were just, like their spirits. Were yeah, there. they didn't like. Oh, all right. Pull the pull the bodies out and stuff. They just put flowers and pictures and food all over the place. So it probably smelled good. Yeah, the drinking boon booze, booze tacos. Drinking, yeah, tacos. Friends. So it probably didn't probably didn't smell that good. <laughs> Maybe it didn't smell that good. <laughs> Porta potties or on the other side of the field. So, uh, 16th century, the Spanish conquistadors. That's such a fun word. Ooh, conquistador. Yep. They, uh, they brought all the traditions to the New World, a.k.a. North America. Ooh, that's where we live right New now. for them. Yep. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Conquistador. So, how do they celebrate it? Kind of what we said. But they also, uh, they include, like, costumes and parades and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, they do the Day of the Dead parade, right? They do. That's when they do all the sugar skulls and stuff like yep. that. Yeah, women, women. A lot of there. a lot of marigolds, America. sugar skulls. What is a sugar skull? I thought there was some sort of something with some with, with some legend about uh, um, they yes. painted a skull or woman's skull with with like pretty. I don't remember what it was. It was, it was something. <laughs> <else>. <laughs> I obviously have no idea, so I don't know what it came from. So uh, people people commonly wore skull masks and eat sugar candy molded in the shape of skulls. I guess you're just you know you're honoring the dead, so everything has to do with dead things. Oh, okay. Skeletons kind of make sense, and you know you want to have chocolates and candies and all that kind of stuff. So there's and, nothing behind the sugar skull, like no story that just the no, masks just, that people would wear. No, we're just honoring the dead. Okay. They made really good uh, baked goods. I've had some of those before. Fantastic. At so, the cemetery. Yep. Or? Yeah. Went to the cemetery. Like a food truck? Yeah. Oh, I guarantee. Think so? Yeah, street corn. Maria tacos. I mean, you can't beat that. Ese. Yes. (laughs) What does it do? Ese, do you want want some fine bed goods? I got some down by the cemetery. Do you want to come? Yeah, like the little cheese croissants. and Croissant? Yeah, croissant. Croissant. I mean, what's a cheese croissant in Spanish? There's names for it. It's el cheese croissant. Queso croissant, el croissanto, <laughs> croissant, que, queso, croissanto. <laughs> Too close to Anyways, queso. I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Dipping your torito chips in croissant. Just, anyway, whatever. What else we got? Please go on. Yeah. Tell me more about Day of the Dead, Stephen. That's that's pretty much it, Dave. Really? Yeah. They just so the the skeletons and the, what they call the skulls, the calaveras, calaveras. Yeah. Calacus, Dave. Calacus. I don't know what the hell they call it. Calaveras. Yeah, you're right. Calaveras is the skulls. Now, wasn't there something about uh, somebody mocking politicians, and that's where they designed skulls with like pretty faces and stuff like that? And oh yeah. And he would, uh, um, like, to mock the politicians. Yeah. He would, he would paint the skulls and. Uh, yeah. So what is it? I'm looking up real quick. Uh, Jose Guadalupe Posada. So he incorporated skeletal figures in his art, mocking politicians commemorating the revolutionary politics so it was like the turn of turn of the century that was when the mexican revolution kicked off okay that was the alamo right um out later on like that was the what was that i don't know i forgot that was the spanish-american war <laughs> never remember, remember, remember the alamo dave remember, i do remember the alamo did you know that there actually is no basement in the alamo i've been there really yep 
And did you have to ask. Did you know that Ozzy peed on the Alamo and they banned him from playing in Texas yeah. for like many years? Yeah. I feel like, you know what? I just got deja vu because I'm pretty sure we've. I think we did. I think we this. talked about when we talked about Texas. I yes. talked about Ozzy yes. pissing there, on the Alamo. There was peeing on the Alamo. Oh, it's, man. It, you know, it just looks like a regular wall. There's walls all over the place. How was I supposed to know those are the most historic buildings in Texas? Whatever. <laughs> I was remembering it. I'm glad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he, uh, from what I understand, he. Like you said, he had uh, he has some famous works, and um, he had the one work was it La Calavera Katrina. Mm, that sounds sexy. It means the elegant skull. Ooh. Oh, you know it is a lot a, of holes in that skull. It is a and, pretty <laughs> cool uh, tradition now to like dress up and like with oh, the yeah. uh, sugar skulls and stuff like that and the but that fancy w- clothes. That work of his it uh, featured a female skeleton. And then he adorned it with like makeup, and he dressed was it in like fancy a nude clothes. skeleton. It was a nude skeleton, but you couldn't see the boobs. <laughs> I kind of look that up. <laughs> but I guess in the nineteen, he it was an etching he did in nineteen ten, and it was intended as a statement about Mexicans adopting the European fashions over their own heritage. Uh, and it was okay. like a satirical right. thing, like you know, hey, remember where you come from? Like the Mexican heritage is dead, so let's adorn it, make it pretty, because we're adopting all these European. Like whatever, like the Spanish, yeah, damn conquistadors. And he was not happy about it, trying to make people realize. Um, but then that La Calavera Katrina, that skeleton etching that he did was, uh, they adopted it as one of the most recognizable uh, Day of the Dead icons. That's where the sugar skulls come from. Have you seen the uh, Disney movie Coco? Of course I have. Yeah, that was uh, that's my, well maybe top three Disney movie. Oh yeah, that was about Fantastic. Day of the Dead, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. Where they had to uh, cross over the bridge, uh, and it was only if the family put out uh, like picture the like picture of the deceased relative on their uh, oh, what is it called ofrendas ofrendas yeah yep and then they can cross over and they party with the family and marigolds gold and stuff eat go food. back and yep go back and lay in their coffin for another year yep once a year that's very depressing it is depressing. They're so happy when they're out, but then it's like, you got to go. So what do they do over in their other little world? Because we talked about like, if it was like a, like a, a journey or like an adventure mm-hmm. for several years to go to like nine, it was very specific, nine challenging levels. Like, but I dug through the interwebs and I couldn't find anything that talks about like what they had to do. Like, can you, like, can you guess? Like, what would you think? Like, What's the adventure? What's the challenge when you're dead to get to your final resting place? You have to do something. You have to prove something. Well, if you watched Coco, you would know they party a lot and play guitars. There's got to be more. <laughs> like, is there? Maybe they didn't is show it like that a part. track and field event? <laughs> like, did they have to master a skill? <laughs> like, this is where my brain goes. Cross like, country. Yeah. <laughs> like, Swimming, climbing a wall, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> They'll get over it. <laughs> I want to know. Like, they have to bake. Like, what do they have to do? I don't you know. know. I, I'm not really sure. Is there a bunch of sex traffickers? Like, what is? <laughs> like, what is it? Just a load of skeletons and in the yeah. tractor trailers. Yeah. Which, anyway, I, I don't know. I don't I know. Mean, yeah. Do. Like, how many? How many kilos can you? <laughs> Jesus. Can you throw on the old rectal vault and <laughs> get over the border? <laughs> oh Jesus. <laughs> what? Oh, never like, mind. Like, I honestly want to know, like, what is the challenge? Because that sounds challenging. 
<laughs> it does sound challenging. I'm not interested. Right? How I'm, much, good, I'm good with not resting. How much can you shove in the prison wallet? <laughs> As a skeleton. <laughs> Come on. It's got to be impossible. Everybody's going to see it. Yeah. <laughs> you can't really do any of that. That's why you have the track and field events. Exactly. So you got to run fast. <laughs> run fast, jump, climb, clack, swim. Clack, 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 clack. What was the, uh, the thing where you got to do like 10 events? You had uh, Bruce Decathlon. Decathlon. Yeah. yeah you get the Mexican decathlon. You mean Caitlin Jenner? Whatever. Well, I mean, I was Bruce referring Caitlin. to when she was a man and she was in, an Olympian. When she was a man who eventually won Woman of the Year. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. If that ain't fucked up, I don't know what is there, Jed. <laughs> so eventually they have to somehow, and we don't know what these challenges are to get to Michigan. Yeah. Or they could just go north. <laughs> to Pennsylvania. <laughs> they just go north to Canada. Whatever. Let them go. I don't know. I don't know where we're going. They're going to cross a river to get there. <laughs> <laughs> okay, can you uh, can you do any good accents? I can do a lot of good accents. Yeah, you haven't like really done any. Well, no, there wasn't. I, I was actually learning. I didn't know anything about Day of the Dead. I'm glad that oh, you. Okay, uh, I'm glad well, you knew a couple things. That, something I didn't know about. That's pretty cool. Um, you want to you want to talk about our big dick hero of the week? My dick like the yeah. Mississippi River. My dick yes. ass your bitch was for dinner. Yeah. Give me a really big dick. The size of a dick does matter. Oh, here it comes. Oh, no. Size does matter. Oh, God. Oh, God. Every time. Right in the, uh. Right in the. Calaver. Calaveros. <laughs> right in the fachi. Calaveros. Right in the calaveros. Right in the cabeza. Oh, yeah. Cabeza. That'll work. Loco and la cabeza. Cabeza means head. Yeah. And not like head. It means head, <laughs> like my head on top uh, of my shoulders. El Gato and La Biblioteca or flavors. <laughs> I don't know. All right. I'm still working on my Spanish. I don't know. What, who's the big dick hero of the week? Um, His name is Pancho Villa. Who's that? He's a guy. Okay. So he is known as one of the top 10 most influential and important figures in Mexican history. Bam. Really? Yeah. So... Probably haven't heard of him, but you've probably gone to his restaurant. What's that? Pancho Villa. His restaurant? Yeah, there's one like down the street, probably called Pancho Villa. I had no idea. No idea. Are you playing Despacito? <laughs> yeah, why not? You turn it up a little bit? Yeah, I can. My jam. Sure. How's that? A little better? Yeah, it's a little bit All better. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, Pancho. I feel I feel inappropriate calling him by his first name. Is it Pancho? Why? Pancho Villa, Pancho Villa, Mr. Villa. Hey, Mr. Villa. Senor Villa. So, uh, Speedy Villa. Interesting story, but, uh, you know, turn of the century kind of guy, late 1800s. Uh, his, his father died at a young age, so he kind of came the man of the house, the, the um, umbro of the house. <laughs> Are you dancing? I am. <laughs> you're like biting your lip, too. I love this song. All right, you're going to have to turn it back down a little bit. So no, turn it back down. Okay, yeah, sorry. You're annoying me. <laughs> so he was the man of the house, and apparently his sisters were harassed by some men. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going upside. So he was doing what? <laughs> you know, there's another version of that song where the guy put the rubber chicken up to the microphone. <laughs> you want to hear it? Yeah. I'm going to play it for you. This Here is so goes. great. So a rubber chicken slowly rises to the microphone. Yes. And he's going with a beat. Yep. Mouth wide open. Like he's ready to accept whatever. <laughs> Here it goes. <laughs> it's so great. 
He's he's rocking it. Mouth is still wide open. This just fascinates me because someone spent an exorbitant amount of time I know. figuring out the pitch, the melody. Oh wait, he's getting into it right now. Here it comes. <laughs> I feel like I can do this. I feel like this is my calling. Like do all different songs. Yeah. He gets passionate. Like right here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna pee. Oh my god. Oh, that's okay. what's, his, what's his name? Rubber chicken? Rubber chicken. Rubber chicken. Oh, guy? Mr. Chicken. Mr. Chicken. We'll call him Senior Chicken. Oh my god, that's freaking awesome. I'm sorry. So, uh, oh. Senor Villa, who was the man in the house, uh, his Pancho sisters Villa? were being yeah. Okay. His sisters were being harassed, uh, so he shot the guy. His sisters. His they sister were being harassed. Up. Somebody harassed Harris. her sisters? Yeah, so he shot him. His sister. His sister. And he shot the guy that harassed his sister. Yeah. Was that okay was back defending. then? Like yeah. it was well, cool. so he had to... <coughs> you okay? Me. Yeah. I am oh. now. Go ahead. Thank All you. Right. So he had to flee. Mm-hmm. So he went into the mountains, horseback. Yeah, he had to flee. He had fleas. Yeah, well, I mean, it was Mexico, turn of the century. So he became a fugitive. My dog has fleas. A.K.A. he became a bandit or a, a bandito. So he did... Oh, Yeah. yeah. So, Senor Villa, the bandito. <laughs> so, he was on the run for six years. Oh, yeah. Riding with a gang. Uh-huh. Shooting things. Being a badass. Yeah. Total badass. Drinking tequila. Living off the land. Doing whatever they want. Um, so, at some point. <laughs> you're playing like two things over. Tom I'm playing a whole bunch of shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Go on. So, so he decided to eventually settle down, try to find like a normal job. I think he was like a miner and he'd like, he, he heard cattle or something like that. Oh. And then his instincts kicked in. He started stealing cattle. He robbed some banks. Because he was bad to the bone. He was bad to the bone. He was a bandito. Um, and then he, he actually stole from the wealthy and gave to the poor. His ultimate thing, because they were during, it was during the uh, Mexican Revolution, he mm-hmm. wanted to make things better for the Mexicans. He wanted like land rights and you know lower taxes and just you know he was he was fighting for the common man so he's kind of like their robin hood yes he was he was the mexican oh, robin hood that's pretty cool like from being a badass and getting in big trouble to being like hey at least i'm helping out my own guy he's a badass with good heart like okay. big yeah. heart heart of gold head of lettuce i get it yeah so he joined francisco madero's uprising against the mexican dictator oh, francisco madero yeah. the dictator porfirio diaz <laughs> <laughs> they have so such great names. Mr. Dumbass, Mr. Dumbass, <laughs> that's Dumas. Thank you. So apparently he was a skilled horseman. He was also uh he could read, he Is could write, skilled in the art of horary. Yes. Yep. He could ride a horse. He was a fantastic shooter. Um so he well, if he was good with horses, he had to be a good shooter. <laughs> <Wow. laughs> oh my god. You just said he's a good horseman. He's a good horseman and shooter. Right. Shooting McGavin. Well, that's kind of a natural progression. Go on. <laughs> so he quickly made his way up uh, through Madero's uh, posse, and he became a colonel in that like makeshift army. And was that the one that Pancho Villa was on their side? Right. Yeah. They were fighting for for the rights of the Mexican people against. Yeah, they the were government. trying to. Right? Okay. They were trying to overflow the uh, overthrow the dictator of Mexico. Um, which they did, and then the guy that, you know, he 
uh, fought for Madero. Then he was assassinated. And then he linked up with some other dude, Zapata, which is the, uh, I think he's the hot sauce guy. Mm-hmm. All right, I've had that. Yeah, it's delicious. It's yeah. like you usually you go to a Mexican restaurant, there's usually like a, a, a big bottle of Zapata. I've had their jambalaya. It comes in the box. It's fantastic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that's Wait, something else. Zatarans, uh, never mind. Yeah, Zatarans. Zapata, Zatarans. Cousins. What's the other? What's the one mm-hmm. with like the wooden top? It's not that one. It's the other one. The one with the wooden top? Yeah, the Cholula. The hot sauce? Chalupa? Chalupa. Don't touch my Chalupa. Yeah. So it wasn't the one with the wooden top. It was the one with the white label. Uh, yeah, hot Zapata. Sauce? Yeah, you... Zapata. Okay. That was the guy. The guy he rode with. He was the hot sauce guy. He made the hot sauce. Yeah. While yeah. he was riding on the horse to fight. Probably later on. Yeah. So then uh, Senor Villa became the general of the Division del Norte. So that was the Northern Army? Yep. Okay. Yep. So then a few more bad things happened. People were assassinated. A new Mexican leader took over. The U.S. didn't like him, so they hired Pancho Villa to help take him out. Really? Yeah. So the U.S. got in to that and hired Pancho Villa. So he was kind yeah, of a badass we, for hire. Because we were in the, uh, the the Mexican-American War during that time. Was it a Mexican or Spanish-American? Span- was, was it Spanish-American? Spanish-American War. Yes. Thank you. So they had already overthrown their government. Yep. Okay. And then Pancho Villa hired out to the U.S. to fight on the side of the U.S. in the Spanish-American War. Yep. Now, did he have anything to do with, with taking out Santa Ana? No. Okay. Uh, I think that was a different time. I think that's later on. That that was more of like a Texas Mexico thing. Oh, you're right. Or maybe the that Alamo. was maybe that, that was, was the pri- maybe that was prior to that. I don't know. No, Santa Ana. I forget was, the timeline. Was the Alamo? I so, think. anyways, I'm sorry. I'm all screwed up. Yeah. So then they re. Uh, they, he had issues with the U.S. They had some renegotiations. Uh, Pancho Villa uh, got pissed off and he captured some Americans. He killed some. So then President Wilson sent out about 5,000 soldiers to go uh, grab old Poncho. But, you know, he lived his uh, life on the road and spent many years in the mountains, so he was pretty good with the land, and they couldn't capture him because, you know, he was a badass dude. Oh, yeah, he knew he how to bandito. hide. He knew how to live off the land. Yep. They tried to sneak up on him. Sneaky, sneaky, sneaky. Maybe he's buying this bush. Maybe he's buying that bush. But there was like 5,000 of them. But then all of a sudden he sneaks up behind him and out of nowhere. Yeah! Boom! Right through the roof. <laughs> so, kind of long and short of it, another person was assassinated. There was a new Mexican pres- uh, president, and then he negotiated with the American president. They pardoned him. They worked out a deal They're like, hey, you just need to retire. We need to restore peace to Mexico. So he did. He retired. The Mexican Revolution ended, and then he was assassinated. At the end of all that, he was assassinated. He's so like, he was, he's like, I'm finally going to retire. I'm going to kick my feet up and have some tequila. Pretty much. Done. So he was a very integral part for Mexican uh, history for the uh, revolution. Hmm. Yeah. And the coolest thing that I thought about him is, like, if you see pictures of him, he's the guy with the uh, with like the bullets across his chest. What's mm-hmm. it called? Bandolero. The bandolero. So that's the guy with the big hat, the huge mustache, the bandolero. Like he was the bandito. Everybody, and, everybody sang songs about like being yeah. up Pancho Villa. Yeah, I he, could take Pancho Villa. He was the man. And then yeah. they, I think uh, they made. Uh, I think he played the Speedy Gonzalez. He was actually like a character, kind of loosely resembled after uh, Pancho Villa. Yeah, yeah. He snuck up on everybody. Yep. Yeah. 
They I sang mean, songs about Pancho Villa, Speedy yeah. Gonzalez, and this. So what is it? Was it Slowpoke Gonzalez Dave, or something? What's Dave, his do you have a song? Huh? Do you have the song? I do have a song. Okay. Check it out. If I had some more tequila or another cerveza, yeah. I'd combat Pancho Villa. Oh, yeah. And give him punch in la cabeza. <laughs> punch, punch him in la cabeza. <laughs> That's, That's great. so great. <laughs> yeah, he was a sneaky dude. That's awesome. Spent his whole life on the run and doing the doing the good work for the country and kablamo. Whammo, blamo, yep. in the slamo. Enzo. That sucks. Yep. So that's uh, that's pretty much just, I thought it was kind of an interesting story. No, I think it is too. I never knew anything about, you hear Pancho Villa, but I didn't know anything about his story. Yeah, now you Who know. Who he did Now so you much. actually know an important figure in Mexican history. Yeah, Speedy Gonzalez. You can take that with you. Speedy Gonzalez. Nacho Libre. <laughs> Isn't that, uh, what's his name? Like Will Ferrell or uh, Jack Black, one of those guys? No, he was a true, true Mexican wrestling superstar. He was. He was. Dave. Rode a scooter. <laughs> Lived in a nunnery. Ciao. Ciao. <laughs> nunnery. <laughs> Do you not like the soup? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love that movie. Uh, it was a great movie. I have the mask. I know. I saw it for Halloween. You wore it. Yeah. Well, that was, an, that was my other mask. With I the too. sumo wrestler costume. Yeah. Well, That's great. Thanks I for like, telling us about I like to eat. I, I, love, I love Mexican food. Can I just say that? I do, too. I love all kinds of food. I don't like it when it comes out because it hurts, but I, I like it when it goes in. <sighs> you got to learn to tolerate it, Dave. Thank you, Steve. I hope, tolerance. To, I hope to do more. I really yeah, do it's all about tolerance, Dave. <laughs> Especially in today's day and age. <laughs> today's day and age. <laughs> it's yeah, all about tolerance. We're getting canceled after this one. Uh, we live in a world full of intolerance, masked as tolerance. That's, that's very true. Yeah, it is true. So, but anyway, uh, well, that's cool. Pancho Villa, Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertes. Ooh, you say, can you say that faster? Dia de los Muertes. Can you say, can you say like, sexy Spanish? Dia de los Muertes. <laughs> <laughs> can, you, can you be, like, excited? Excited. Dia de los Muertes. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> this is just better. Dia de los Muertes. <laughs> can you, uh... Come to my cabana <laughs> for <laughs> Dia de los Muertes. <laughs> can you, uh, What's can you that? be, like, sad? There he said, Dia de los Muertes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else to do. Donde es la biblioteca? <laughs> Dia de los Muertes. La biblioteca es over there. <laughs> I don't know. Uno cerveza, poor flavors. <laughs> <laughs> Which one do you want? We got yeah. a grande. We got a. Anyway. Que nachos. Que nachos. <laughs> okay. I think it might be time to go. It's time. Do you agree? It is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Talking about Coco. What a great that movie. So great. So anyway, Whiskey Sippers Podcast. Thank you for listening to us. Whiskeyguyslive at gmail.com. Nobody's gonna email, so I don't even know why the hell I say it. Anyway, where else can they find us, Steve? TikTok, TikTok. Instagram, Face Page, your mother's else? house. Uh Podbean, uh whiskeyguyslive.com. Yes. So we'll see you. Uh Buenos Dias. Buenos Dias. And uh um, Yes. You know. I don't know. Feliz de los muertes. <laughs> Adios. Love you, mean bye. <laughs> <laughs>